Mistakes I see people make when doing serviced accommodation. Hello, my name is Mark Fitzgerald. It's great to have you joining me here today. So there are some common mistakes that I see people making when they're getting involved or getting started doing serviced accommodation. And I'm gonna share those with you now so that you don't make the same mistakes. So first and foremost, if you're doing the rent-to-rent strategy or you're just looking at managing people's properties, doing serviced accommodation, a lot of landlords, a lot of people obviously that own property don't always own that property outright. So they will have mortgages on their properties. And you have to make sure that they've got the right product, the right mortgage product for you to be able to do short-term rentals or serviced accommodation on those properties. If they haven't got the right mortgage product and you start doing short-term rentals, A, serviced accommodation as well, which is where you let your property to holiday makers or to contractors on a short-term basis. So it can be nightly, it can be just for the weekend, it can be just for the week. You can get yourselves into a lot of trouble. Now you may be thinking, well, just because they've got a buy-to-let mortgage and it's owned by a landlord, that it would be allowed. You would be wrong. Now, in some cases, yes, it can be allowed. Short-term rentals can be allowed with their mortgage terms. But in other cases, you have to be careful because if it doesn't specifically say it will allow short-term rentals, it might not allow it. And of course, if the mortgage company find out that you are acting and doing short-term rentals in a property that's mortgaged on a buy-to-let mortgage that doesn't allow it, the mortgage company can pull the mortgage or ask for their money. So the homeowner, the landlord could lose the property. So you need to be very, very, very careful when doing this. And you need to make sure that you communicate what you are doing to the property or with the property with the landlord and the property owner, okay? So it's just a simple question to say, does your mortgage allow short-term rentals? If they don't know, they just need to look at their mortgage documents. If they're still not sure, a quick phone call to the mortgage provider and ask them and see. Sometimes they'll say, yes, yeah, you can do short-term rentals, not a problem. Other times they may say, no, you need consent to let it in that manner and they can give you consent. Other times they might just say, no, you're not allowed to do it at all. But better to set this up and know this in the beginning rather than spending a lot of money setting a property up only for the landlord to be told off by his mortgage company, have to pull the plug on it and then you've lost your money. Or worse still, as I say, the mortgage company decides that they're going to try and take the property back off of the owner. Not a great way to start your business, is it? So you need to make sure that you know what you're doing with here. Likewise to that, if there's leasehold restrictions. So if you're looking at an apartment or potentially a unit that's inside another unit um, that is under a lease restriction. So if you have a flat, then they have a service charge agreement. You need to be checking that agreement to see because there's more and more apartments uh, and flats and things that are actually saying no short-term rentals allowed in here. It has to be done like on an AST. It has to be done for a specific amount of time. It can't be a nightly thing. So again, you need to check those and don't just take somebody's word for it. Make sure you've seen the documentation yourself because they could say, yeah, 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 yeah. Happy days. Again, you spend £6,000 making the place beautiful only for the uh, lease 
hold restrictions or the um, the neighbours to start complaining about these things and then all of a sudden you've lost your money, you've got to turn it back to what it was before and it's wasted everybody's time. So make sure that you've checked those types of uh, elements when you're doing any deals and if you're struggling with this we do have a serviced accommodation ebook and guide which will go through a lot of what I'm talking about today which is on the propertyunleashed.com website. You can go there click on the link, you can download it for yourself and then you can use it as a little check sheet, so to speak, when you're looking at doing these deals for yourself. Completely free. It's at the Property Unleashed, thepropertyunleashed.com. Free tools and resources. You'll see there's some other trainings and things that are free there as well. Help yourself to those. What goes around comes around and let's make sure that you're doing this properly. So another thing that I see a lot of people struggling with is not attracting enough guests. You're not, you need to make sure that you're not just putting your properties on Airbnb or Booking.com. You know, you need to be also making sure that you're out there as a social media business as well. So what do I mean by that? Well, basically on Facebook, you want to have a business page for your serviced accommodation or short-term rental business wants to have its own page. That also wants to be continually always posting pictures of the properties of what you're doing so that you can gather and potentially get direct bookings that way as well. But you need to be making sure that you know who you want to have staying in your properties. So are you looking for families? Are you looking for couples? Are you looking for, you know, hikers? Are you looking for corporates or contractors? What are you looking for? What suits your area? And sometimes we we want to work with maybe contractors, but we could be out in the sticks where it wouldn't really work. But like hikers would be better, but we don't really want to do the hikers. It's not what you want. It's what works in the area. It's what works for your serviced accommodation units. So make sure that you niche down on this and then whatever marketing you're putting out there, your adverts speaks to that niche, speaks to that uh, person, if you like. You know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. When we go away, you know, we're a family of four. We've got a dog as well. So we're looking for uh, places that will take dogs, will take pets. Now, if we see something and it even not only does it take dogs or allow dogs to be uh, to, to be to, to, to stay there, it'll also have, you know, special bowl, maybe a little something. My wife would see that little treats or something for the dog. She'll see that and she'll be like, oh, we've got to stay here. Look at what they'll have. And Archie can have this and that. Archie's our dog, by the way. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. But she'll be looking for those. Those people have got their marketing down pat. Why? Because they're catering for families with dogs. Okay, so all of a sudden they've got our attention. We're not looking for anything else then. We're looking to see whether we can book those dates that we want to stay there. That's what you want to be doing with yours. So whatever niche, whatever market suits the property type in your area, make sure that you're not just trying to speak to everybody, that you're niching down and you're just trying to speak to those specific people. Why? Because they will see it and they will book it. Okay. Whereas if you're trying to speak to everybody, potentially you'll just be there again in a very, very noisy crowd. So I see a lot of people uh, struggling with this. And this is something that we work very closely with people in the ultimate serviced accommodation business builder, which is our training program. But we really work with our clients to make sure that they're niching down, they're getting this right, because then they are absolutely crushing it with their nightly rates. And of course, with their bookings as well. And that's fundamentally what we're looking for. We are looking for the booking. So it's very, very important to attract the right guests, to attract as many guests as you need in your property, that you are talking to the right people as well. Otherwise, you're trying to talk to everybody. And as I say, that could be 
a recipe for disaster. Another thing and another mistake I see people making, particularly when they're starting out and maybe they've got a handful of properties, is they're trying to do everything themselves. There is a lot of moving parts when it comes to serviced accommodation, short-term rentals, Airbnb, depending on what you want to call it. So make sure that in the beginning, you may try and do everything. One unit, two units, happy days. You never really want to be cleaning it. You never really want to be messing about with the linen. You want to be paying a company, a cleaning company, or having that sorted out, hiring the linen, making a life as easy as possible. Because as a business owner, and mark my words, if you're doing SA, serviced accommodation, you are a business owner. You want to be treating it like that so you can systemize it, so you can put things in the right places. So don't try and do everything yourself. It's good to have that knowledge and good to know how things work. But by trying to do everything yourself, you're going to hold yourself back and you're going to struggle. And that's where you're going to run around. You're going to try and do everything and you will drop a few things. And of course, At the end of the day, serviced accommodation, people are with you for a very short space of time. If you make too many mistakes, you'll put people off, you'll get bad reviews, and that's not what it's all about at all, is it? So make sure that you are putting the right systems in place at the beginning to scale up. And I always say this, treat everything, property investing, any of the strategies that you're doing as a business. So invest in systems. Start using uh, systems like Loom, which can be free for the first five minutes, and Loom is a system that you download onto your computer and then anything that you do on your computer, you can record yourself. So it like records a screen share. You can talk through what you're doing as well and start making little folders. Put them somewhere in a Google Drive or a hard drive as training for your business, which case anything happens to you or you get to the point where you'd like to have, so to speak, a virtual assistant, which can be uh, somebody in the Philippines. It can be somebody who can do whatever jobs you do, but on, on a computer, you're not stuck for jobs to give them. A lot of people come to me and say, I know I need to get a virtual assistant in, a VA, but I don't know what to give them. Well, if you've already started building up your trainings, so you know your checks, your portals, how you advertise, how you put your listings on and all of those sort of things. If you've already started doing that, recording yourself doing that and made these training documents, these training videos, then all of a sudden what I say to people is, What have you got in your training folder? Well, I've got about 20 things. Then start there. Look at the first sort of five things out of those 20 things that you're doing repetitively on a constant, consistent and conscious basis and give those to your VA. It's simple, really. But if nobody's telling you how to do this and scale a business, then you're just going to fumble and bumble around. And again, like I say, that is why we work very closely with our clients, whether they're building HMO businesses, whether they're building serviced accommodation businesses, to start putting these in place. You know, We give you step-by-step actions and guides of how to put this in place to make sure that you are systemizing for the future so that you can get out there and do the things that will create the wealth in your business and drive it forward. And the other things that are just the day-to-day running, which anybody can do, we are giving those tasks to the people that are quite happily do those tasks as well, okay? So make sure you don't scrimp. Make sure you get out there. You invest a bit of money in some systems. As you grow, you don't have to do it all right at the beginning, but as you grow and systemizing it to be a business. And last but not least, I would say you have to make sure that you get this service element of serviced accommodation right. What do I mean by that? 
I mean, it's the VIP service. Somebody is with you potentially for one night, two nights, depending on however long it is. You have to deliver that service. You think about it. If you went to a hotel and you go into your hotel room and it's grubby, you're not happy, you complain. You know what I mean? If you can't check in or you can't get a decent night's sleep, you complain. Why? Because you're there for one night, potentially two nights, and you've paid above and beyond what a lot of people would pay to be in that area for the service to be there. So make sure you give people a world-class service. Don't just think, ah, it'll be all right for this one. Go above and beyond. If you do that, your reviews will be better, your repeat bookings will be better, and you will make more money in your operations and your business. Get the service element of service accommodation right, and you are onto a winner. But neglect it put things off, be too short-sighted to actually give people a refund. If you think it's not good enough, if if realistically something tiny's happened and you just think to yourself, well, they're being a bit petty, give them a bit of a refund, give them some vouchers, give them something back, even if you've made no money about it, even if it costs you a few quid. Why? Because they're almost likely to be a customer for life. Hey, they might even leave a review to say, you know, it wasn't even great, but they went out of their way and did this for us. It just looks so much better on you and your business and think of it as a five-star service. Whenever I got involved in property, I wanted to build a business, but I also wanted to build a brand. I wanted my services to not be the biggest in the area, but to be the best at what they do. Go in there to have a five-star service so you can expect those five-star reviews. And if you need help with this, as we say, visit thepropertyunleashed.com, thepropertyunleashed.com for free tools and resources, eBooks, guides, deal analyzers, masterclasses. And of course, we do have training as well. We have the ultimate serviced accommodation business builder program where we take you through the complete steps of building a serviced accommodation business from start to finish, from knowing nothing, to a six, seven figure business. We show you all the systems. We have our lead trainer on that, Graham Lindley, who has over 350 serviced accommodation units. So you know you're learning from the best. And we have group coaching calls so you can get and answer all your questions and have the support. And we have a private Facebook group for uh, members of the community only who can ask questions 24-7. You're never on your own with it. And you have all the tools and resources that you need to be successful. There's only... Um, something like £10,000 worth of contracts, terms and conditions, everything is in this. It's an absolute awesome package. So if you're interested in that, do feel free to reach out to us. Uh, More than happy myself or a member of my team can jump on a Zoom call, have a little chat with you and show you the product to see if it's right for you. But make sure that you're getting these elements right. Make sure that you are setting yourself up compliantly. Don't worry about the new legislation that's coming just yet. There will be new legislation coming in. I'll do a video on that all on its own. But if you know and you put yourself in the right place in the right community and you set yourself up for success at the beginning, then when the new regulations come in, you will be set up and you will be able to keep trading in your service accommodation business. Whereas people that don't do this, they will be in trouble. They will be shutting down and that will give us the lion's share of the market. There's a golden age coming for the service accommodation world. And right here, right now is a fantastic time to be getting stuck in. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to you joining me again very soon. Take care and bye for now.